How's it going, everybody? It is your boy Ray Ray coming at you with another Fabo Takes on this wonderful Friday night. Uh, on today's pod, we're going to be talking about Dak Prescott wanting $40 million. That guy's a clown. We're also going to be talking about some big uh, injuries to some of some of my favorite players uh, from football, basketball. And we're also going to be going over the NBA Christmas games. And I finally got my shit together. I finally got my motherfucking doctor friend here. His name is Gabriel. Gabriel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself today? Hi, Ray Ray. Pleasure to be here. Uh, again, yes, I am a doctor of physical therapy, not to get confused with a physician. Uh, we specialize in rehabilitation. So after your favorite sports uh, athletes become injured, we usually see them for rehabilitation. Uh, my background is I have a master's degree in physical therapy from Cal State Northridge, a uh, doctorate in physical therapy from Arcadia University, and an orthopedic certified specialty from the American Physical Therapy Association. Thanks for that wonderful intro, Dr. Gabe. Uh, just a little bit more on her backstory. This is one of my best friends right here. I've known him for years. I, uh, I used to be his boss, actually. That's how I met him. We worked at a restaurant. He was a server for me. He always says it was the best job he ever had. Of course, he fucking worked with me, dude. I was probably the fucking best boss he ever had, dude. Uh, yeah, I would always be texting on my phone, but, you know, I don't give a fuck, dude. I was getting that paper, boys. But, uh, yeah, so he's one of my best friends. I'm really excited that he's here. Uh, with that being said, let's get into uh, this man, Dak Prescott, wanting $40 million. Oh, and one more thing, Cowboys Nation. I love you all, but all you guys need to stop being delusional. Um, to be honest, we sound like the motherfucking Knicks of the motherfucking NFL with our delusional selves. If we're really thinking about paying Dak $40 million, if any of you are okay with paying Dak $40 million, you're fucking crazy. Number one, the guy has only won one playoff game. That is fucking dog shit. So one playoff game out of the three years he's played for us and he's missed the playoffs when Zeke wasn't there. So that's one thing. Another thing is, uh, my man is not even... He wants to get paid top one money. This man ain't Patrick Mahomes. What? My man needs to lay off the weed or stop drinking all them beers he's drinking. Because, man, to be that delusional that you want to get paid $40 million for one playoff win when there's 13 quarterbacks that are better than you statistically? Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Let, just let me uh, give you a couple of examples of some of the quarterbacks that are better than him. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, you know, that man is on a rookie contract. Do we hear that man crying about his money? Uh, that man should be the only man crying about his money, actually. <laughs> the, the man is the best quarterback in the league, hands down right now. Nobody can touch him. And then we have Drew Brees. Oh, oh, wait, Drew Brees, you know, that guy won a Super Bowl. That guy's not asking for a lot. Of, oh, actually, never mind. That man took a pay cut to stay competitive. That man wants to win. That man don't care about no money. That man wants to win another championship before he retires. Oh, look, another quarterback better than Dak. Philip Rivers. That man took a pay cut. Wow. Russell Wilson's better than Philip Rivers, but that man just got paid, and uh, he kind of fucked the, the Seahawks, just to be honest. Uh, the Seahawks ain't winning shit for a while, so yeah, Seahawks fans, I'm sorry you paid that guy. Then you got a... The man, Andrew Luck. Oh, I know the man, Andrew Luck, is making okay money. But that's another guy that's trying to compete. He ain't asking for a big-ass raise. Oh, and then we got that man, Goff. That man, Goff, is on a rookie contract right now. And that man ain't crying about his money. 
You know why? Because he plays in LA. He plays in the big market. So he knows no matter what, he's going to make money. He ain't being greedy. I didn't hear that man crying when Gurley got paid. Yeah, but Dak is crying. Dak wants $40 million. Fucking wild. And then we have that man, Watson. That's another quarterback better than Dak. And, hmm. Dak wants $40 million. And this guy's on a rookie contract. He ain't crying about his money. Wow. Then we have Tom Six motherfucking rings Brady. That man literally won six rings. That man ain't crying about no money. Has taken several pay cuts to stay competitive and try to win rings. Big ups to him. Matt Ryan, another quarterback. Better than Dak Prescott. Yes, he got his money, but he wasn't asking for no 40 mil. Then we got the man Ben Roethlisberger. Another guy that's better than Dak. Holy shit. Man. That guy's not crying about money. Then we have Aaron Rodgers. A guy that owns the Cowboys. That guy should buy fucking real estate in Dallas. I'm just being honest. He shits on the Cowboys every time he plays against us. That man ain't crying about no money. And then we got Baker Mayfield. That's another guy that's better than Dak statistically on a rookie contract are you guys you guys you know are you guys getting it here wait i think you missed one what about my boy eli manning oh no that guy's fucking garbage <laughs> that guy's like the 23rd best quarterback in the league oh okay let's not talk about that that guy's what washed. about shoe ring eli oh we don't care about eli oh, okay uh, and then kirk cousins that's another guy that's better than Dak. and then Number 14, I just named you guys 13 quarterbacks that are better than Dak Prescott. And we're and you guys are really okay with trying to pay this man $40 million? No, please. I literally just named you 13 quarterbacks. Cowboys Nation. But I think you missed one. Who? Danny Jones. Danny Jones? Danny Jones? Why are we talking about Danny Jones, bro? Well, he's the new kid on the block. Oh, we don't care about that guy. That's another guy that's... But he'll know, get paid eventually. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Definitely. Danny Jones. Psych? Yeah, but back to Dak. Uh, yeah, so I just named 13 quarterbacks that were better than Dak Prescott. And none of these quarterbacks are trying to get paid $40 million. So, Cowboys Nation, please, please, please. Let's not be silly. Let's not be delusional and act like Dak is worth the $40 mil. And another thing, Dak literally plays on the in the biggest market in the NFL. Why does this guy need to get paid $40 million? He has the chance to compete for a Super Bowl for many years if they sign Zeke and he just takes a pay cut. And I know damn well if the Cowboys were to win a Super Bowl, this man would be immortalized. Like, and he'll get money no matter what. He can make so much money off endorsements. Dallas will take care of him. The city, it's the biggest team in the NFL. He needs to stop with this bullshit acting like he ain't going to get money. He's going to get his money no matter what. Yep, that's pretty much it about Dak. All right, all right, all right. Enough about Dak. Now let's get to some serious shit. Uh, you might be like, what is that serious shit you want to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about ACL tears today and Achilles tears. Uh, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people know don't really have an idea what that is. That's why I wanted to get my buddy to talk about it. Because, you know, it's happening more and more in the NFL and in the NBA these days. 
So I kind of wanted my buddy to come on the show to kind of break that down so we know what it is. Like, like ACL tears, that's an injury that's obviously Dalvin Cook just had one. Like it just happened to Clay Thompson. John Rondo has had an ACL tear. CP3 has had an ACL tear. So, you know, it's a big deal. So my buddy's here to tell us about it. Uh, Dr. Gabe, can you please explain uh, a little bit about the ACL? Yeah, Ray. So um, the ACL stands for anterior, anterior cruciate ligament. It's a ligament that attaches the posterior portion of the femur to the anterior. Yo, port- yo, yo. Oh. Excuse me, doctor. Excuse me. Uh, you got to explain this so like a random idiot like me can understand this. So, uh, oh, I get you. I get you. Dumb it, dumb it, dumb it down. Dumb it down, please. Just right. a little bit. So, so really, what the li- ligaments attach bones to each other. So the ACL is a ligament. So it attaches two bones together. So really uh-huh. what we're trying to do or what the body tries to do with this ACL ligament, it attaches the bottom bone of your, your lower leg called your tibia to your thigh bone, which is called your femur. Uh, and okay. so you might have heard of things called like the MCL, the LCL. You know, a lot of times players will sprain their MCL. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so where is all this located? These are all located in the knee joint. So oh, a, a joint's where two bones okay. uh, or two bones interact. That's where ah, that's a joint. Nice. So the knee, the ACL is commonly torn. And it's real important for knee stability. And if you're an athlete, if you're doing a lot of cutting motion, running, that type of stuff, if you don't have good knee stability, you can uh, dislocate your knee. You can cause a lot of other secondary Ouch. injuries, and terrible. it's why it's real important for an athlete to have intact. But when they tear it, it really affects their game. So why do you, why do you think this is happening more and more these days? Um, I think the level of athleticism in a lot of these sports has really gone off the charts. A lot of these players are like a lot more athletic than they used to be. Okay. Um, it, this is just my opinion. Um, a lot of the times you really can't prevent an ACL injury if a player lands wrong, uh, or if they're hit from the side, a lot of times when they're tackled like football players, okay. they'll be tackled from a lateral direction or from the side and the, the knee joint wasn't made for that. And it, it you know, it, it can only withstand so much force. Oh, I got that. Let's yeah. just say an average Joe like me. Sure. Tears his ACL. Okay. Like what would be like the recovery time for like an average Joe like me? compared to like a professional athlete so usually like a professional athlete they're like the top of their game like they have their their elite their bodies are like the best of the best a dude like you like a fat guy like me yeah well a dude like you just to do normal activity if you do your rehab correctly it should take you about four to six months just to be back to normal your normal normal holy yeah. shit yeah so like a athlete can so do that you in... sitting at the computer uh you know looking at these uh other podcasts at Pornhub no I'm just nah, kidding bro, guys I say just that. kidding yeah but um yeah getting back to your computer or your your daily job it should take you about four to six months to get back to normal with okay. an ACL recovery just normal like not doing anything crazy like running and all no that. unless you decided to become a professional athlete all of a sudden that probably wouldn't be a good oh, idea oh yeah all of a sudden yeah. yeah okay so how much would it take an athlete like to well, and again, there's a lot of factors that go into it. It depends on whether it's only the ACL that was torn or if you have other structures that were um, damaged in the injury. A lot of times players will get a thing called the unhealthy triad or unhappy triad. That's where the, the player, they tear their ACL, their MCL. The MCL is a medial collateral Oof. ligament. 
and their meniscus at the same time. Ouch. So uh, depending on how bad the damage is, it can extend the, it can uh, prolong so the recovery. So there's like different stages of this. Well, there's different types of tears. There's uh. stage one tear, which is like a minor tear, a stage two or a, yeah, a classification two tear where it's a little bit bigger tear and a th- stage three is a complete tear. And that's usually wow. what players need surgery for. The three. The okay. three. And that's where usually they'll repair it with a cadaver ACL or they'll use a tendon or some other tissue from the person themselves to make a new ACL. All right. This was awesome. Thank you very much for breaking that down for us. I had no idea. I hope you guys learned as much as I did. I am like mind blown right now. Thank you. I just want to make one other point. Um, In terms of recovery for an athlete, you know, there's different stages to the recovery. You know, initially you're just trying to get the range of motion back, then the strength. But in order to get back to that athletic ability, that's where that's the prolonged um, recovery time. Usually, like they when they were talking about Clay Thompson coming back, they were saying about nine months. I told you for a normal dude, about four to six months. That extra three months is to get back to normal training to be a elite player in ba- in the NBA. Oh, okay. So that's why it takes a little longer. Not because the person is at a Shape. taking a longer. Okay. It's just they need to get back to their athletic ability, and they can't do that with without having that prolonged rehab oh okay yeah all right with that being said thank you very much for explaining that yeah so thanks again for explaining that now we're gonna get into another big injury that's been happening to more and more players it's like when they tear their achilles uh we all know kobe bryant tore his achilles kd just tore his achilles um so doctor what is an achilles tear all right, Ray. So an Achilles tear is uh, it's a tear of the tendon, which attaches your calf muscles to your heel bone. Okay. So these are real important for athletes that do a lot of jumping or uh, a lot of explosive movement. So if you're like a sprinter, or a basketball player, soccer player, those types of things, where you go from like a slow speed to an explosive like run or sprint. So do you, since you're a doctor, you know, do you deal like with like this on the daily do a lot of people get this like normal joes get this a lot too a lot of normal joes will get it but they usually get it um doing stupid stuff so it's like they were stepping off a ladder or they they tripped off a ladder real quick and they landed on their feet stepping off a ladder yeah so what'll happen is they'll step down really hard and the weight of their body coming down on the ground their body uh the the calf muscle tries to absorb the shock so the okay. muscle's okay, but the tendon that attaches the muscle to the bone. So I, I want to break down. So we spoke about ACLs and ligaments. Ligaments attach two bones together. Okay. A tendon attaches a bone to a ligament. Okay. So that's the tissue that attaches a bone to a ligament. So if you get a big force that goes through the tendon, if the tendon's not strong or it's very stiff, it has the potential to tear. So ah. an average Joe, if they land on their feet really hard, they have the potential to tear it. Or if you if you go from a really like sedentary position to like all of a sudden you have to sprint, okay, that's usually where they tear it. Man, that's crazy. So an average Joe can do this. All these injuries an average person can get. Oh, they just well, usually yeah. get in in a different fashion, not what? playing sports. There's this, these athletes doing crazy stuff. Sure. And they takes them forever to get it but you can get it walking off a ladder yeah they they get it usually from some sort of landing or they land wrong man that's wild guys just imagine being like 
Oh man, I tore my Achilles. How'd you tear your Achilles? I was stepping off a ladder. Basically. Like, what the fuck? And then mm-hmm. a basketball player's like, oh, I, I tore my Achilles. Uh, I was like dunking. And when I dunked, I came down wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying, it sounds pretty shitty. Like, I'd rather be an athlete fucking up my Achilles than an average Joe. Well, I'd rather be an athlete and making millions of dollars than oh, well, sitting yeah. here uh, at Obviously. obviously. <laughs> okay, so, what, like, how long is the recovery for an Achilles? Because I'm pretty sure it's longer than an ACL. So, it seems like more serious. So, the problem with an Achilles injury, um, you know you're you're dealing with tissue that's connected to a muscle okay so the muscle there's nothing wrong with the muscle the muscle is intact it's the tendon that's injured so what the doctor does when they do an achilles repair they basically they they reattach the tendon to the bone with a big screw and they they let it heal okay the problem is your heel is very it's like the furthest part away from your heart and the blood flow is not that great down by your foot Okay. So you need blood for the tissue to heal. Okay. You need good bu- uh, blood supply. Ah, so is that why that injury takes so much longer? Right, and recover the, the recovery is longer because the, the tissue is very delicate. So even though this tendon is supposed to be one of the strongest tendons in your body, if you don't let it heal after a rupture, it's going to not heal well and you have the potential to re-rupture it. Ouch. That's so, terrible. yeah, it's real important that you do the rehab properly in order to come back from this injury. So they say, like, if a player doesn't rehab correctly, mm-hmm. like, and he comes back too soon, is he, like, more liable to, like, tear, like, an ACL or mess something else up? Right. So usually what will happen is you'll have uh, strength imbalances, muscle imbalances. You'll your, your form with running or doing athletic movements like cutting or or stopping will be off so then Ah, anytime your movement's affected you are at more potential to get another uh secondary injury or re-injuring the the damaged tissue okay so basically what you're saying well well well, what i'm getting you know i'm an average fucking joe i don't fucking all this crazy terminology and shit so basically you it's like you have to work out your whole leg basically like everything get it back to like you do have to get because when you're rehabbing so if i'm rehabbing my achilles uh-huh i'm not really using i can't put weight on my foot for okay. like at least six weeks oh because i have to let that tendon heal okay so in the meantime the rest of my leg is getting really weak because i'm not really using it uh, correctly okay so now even though the tendon may have healed my legs deconditioned compared to my non-involved leg ah so so it's... you yes you do have to retrain the leg entirely because you can't just spot treat you have to treat the whole, whole leg as a whole because the whole leg when you walk or you run or you do any movement you you're, you're using the whole leg you're not just using one part okay awesome so why like why do you think this injury happens a lot now uh like i was saying with the acl tear you know there's a lot the athletes are more athletic now they do uh, more intense uh, movements and you know in doing so you know it puts more stress on the joints on the ligaments tendons so i think you're just seeing a you know i think you're just seeing the effects of a higher intense uh, athleticism uh, so more athleticism so more athleticism more sure injuries. and they, and these players have been playing for years you know there's yeah. aau so wear and, and tear. All, yeah the wear and tear on their bodies is higher than probably previous generations okay so say if this happened to me when i was like 30 sure opposed to when it happened to me when i was like 35 sure 
well, who has the better chance of coming back? Obviously, the 30-year-old. When you're younger, your chances of recovery are a lot higher than an older. Even though 35 doesn't sound old, to some of you it may. But um, in terms of being an athlete, it's ancient. So okay. being 35 as an athlete is not the greatest state to get an injury. Hence, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but Kobe Bryant is a freak of nature. Like sure. Kobe Bryant kinda... But he, even when he came back, he wasn't the same Kobe that he was back in like 2008. That's true. So how? what is your take on KD? KD is 30. You think KD will be able to come back from this injury? I think KD will be fine. I think his athletic movements will be effective or affected, but I think his shot should be fine. So in my opinion, I think he'll be all right. It he His body type is not the ideal for this injury just because he's so long. So it makes it harder to, to recover and he has longer lever arms in terms of the tendon. But that being said, I think if he does his rehab properly and he doesn't rush it, I think he'll be fine. Awesome. It's nice to hear that KD's going to be okay. So that's pretty much it for Achilles. I hope you guys learned a lot from this because I think this was great because I know a lot of people. like, And I ma- we made sure to separate the ACL and Achilles just so we didn't confuse any of you. So hopefully you guys learned a lot. So hopefully you guys learned a lot because I know I did. So now moving on. Uh, let's talk about, like, let's all tie it all up, summarize it. Like, just a couple of people that have torn ACLs, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, Jeremy McKinnon, Garoppolo, Adrian Peterson, uh, and then Achilles, Kobe, KD. Those are the latest ones. Boogie tore his ACL. He tore his Achilles, too. Oh, he did tear his Achilles. And then he tore his ACL. He got Guys, the he got the double whammy. Poor guy. Feels Poor guy. bad, man. Uh, so now let's talk a little bit about fantasy. Because, you know, you got to be careful drafting those dudes that got them ACL tears. Dalvin Cook. McKinnon. Garoppolo. Garoppolo. So, doctor, why is it, like, why do you have to be so cautious when you draft these dudes for fantasy? So anytime a player has an injury, you want to be careful drafting them that same year of of their recovery because usually they're not fully recovered despite them coming back to the, to play. Um, I think a most, I think for the most part, they're probably about 80, 90% recovered, but in order to perform at a high level in the NBA, NFL, or any major league, you really probably need about another six months to be at that level. Um, for normal things, they're fully recovered, but these are high-level athletes, and you know you always want to be a little cautious. And you know the training staffs are probably going to be a little cautious with them too, maybe putting minute restrictions and other uh, okay. things. So you guys so, hear that? Be careful drafting them. It doesn't mean drafts. you shouldn't draft them. It just means you need to be have the expectation of they may not play to their full so ability. Have a backup plan, do. basically. Exactly. Oh, by the way, this guy is the champion of our league. Just so you guys know, he won the league last year. Fuck you. Yeah, you yeah, know, but, but I had some uh, injuries that helped me out by uh, other players on other teams. Oh, that is true. What's the name of your team, by the way? Oh, Big Daddy Gabe. No, I thought it was Healing Hands. That was one year where all my team was bro- uh, broken. Oh, that's only when your team's injured. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, moving on. Those are a couple of examples. So, what? what, what do we do, like... What about Todd Gurley? Oh, in his glass knees? Oh yeah, cuz I know I know I know this dude that drafted Todd Gurley and this man was for sure winning the league 
well, our league, he for sure was winning. Because he was like, I got Todd Gurley. I ain't about to shit on all you motherfuckers. We know Todd Gurley plays in the playoffs. Blah, 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 blah. What happened with that guy? So, Todd Gurley was diagnosed with knee arthritis. That, you know, that's just a general term. It's not, I mean, it's wear and tear on the joint. Yeah, but this guy's like 25. Yeah, but that fool has been playing for probably, you know, his whole life playing, being a running back. The wear and tear on his knees is probably taking a hit. He might have been predisposed to it. Oh, hold on, hold on, though. So what you're saying is, do you guys guys remember when I was talking about why running backs deserve to get paid? Like, why they they try to demand, like, their contracts? Like, Melvin Gordon, Zeke. So it's because they they get hit a lot, right? Mm -hmm. They take a beating, correct? They do. That's probably one of the roughest positions in all of sports. All of sports. Wow, that's crazy. These these running backs take a beating. That's crazy. So, Doctor Gabe, what do you what do you think the expectations for Todd Gurley are? Uh, well, I think you know in the beginning of the season he'll probably be fine. You know, the arthritis has probably been there for a while, and I mean, obviously the training staff probably knew about it. But you know, as the season wears on, as we saw last year, his playmaking ability was probably you know altered because of his knee pain so i feel like he might have some sort of minute restriction or he may not play every every play of the game so you know you might i am hoping you don't see a running back by committee but you know you never know so dr gabe so you're saying don't draft this guy like in the top five i mean i probably wouldn't but you you know i would hope to see him in the later drowns and i'd still pick him up back uh you know a little later in the draft so you think it's looking like it's gonna be uh, by committee, right? You think his? his I don't knee... know that. I'm just saying that it wouldn't it wouldn't be uh, shocking to me if it wasn't. Because you you don't think his knee will hold up the whole year, correct? I think they want to save him so he doesn't sit out like he did in last year's playoffs, where he couldn't even really play do anything in the Super Bowl if they make it that far. Ah, okay, okay. So it's kind of like with uh, Kawhi Leonard having him sit out all those games. Oh, all and that load management. For, yeah, the load management. They just can do that in him. football. Why not? Okay, okay. That's a good take. I, I like that. Dude. Yeah, so I know it's only August, but I am really hyped about the NBA Christmas games. I know the schedule dropped like last week, and I'm super hyped about it. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. I, Christmas in August? Yeah, yo, man, man. I'm just excited, man. I just, you know, I'm looking forward to the season. I'm just looking forward to seeing bas- being able to watch basketball and the NFL, I'm sorry, we all know I fucking hate baseball. If you like baseball, this isn't the fucking part for you, and I'm sorry. But I still love you. If you support me, even though I don't like baseball, I love you. But yeah, let's talk about the, the Christmas games. So the first Christmas game is the Milwaukee Bucks and the 76ers. I think that game is going to be great. Uh, I don't know if that's the first game that the Bucks and Sixers play that year, this year, but that game is going to be good with the addition of Al Horford. That should make it a super sick game. And then, let's talk about the Boston versus Toronto game. I'm really excited to see Boston on Christmas. And I know all of Canada is excited to to finally get to see the Raptors play on Christmas. They've only been bitching about it for like who knows how fucking long. Sucks that Kawhi left, but they're excited about that. And then, let's talk about the The battle for LA. The battle for LA. This is going to be probably the most watched game. I'm not going to lie. It's one of the later games. It's going to be, you know, you got Anthony Davis on the court, LBJ. Hopefully, 
Kawhi and PG thirteen. Hopefully nobody gets injured. I pray I pray to the Lord that everybody plays in this game. We'll be here for your uh injury advice. Yes. That coming so uh hopefully Christmas Kawhi Day. or LBJ doesn't get injured because to me, to be honest, I think that's gonna be the hypest game on Christmas. It's hopefully it's not a blowout. I hate when there's Christmas games and it's a damn blowout. Like that's the shit that sucks. Like I do not want to watch a blowout on Christmas. I literally want to make sure every. I I hope every game is close. And then let's talk about the the next game after that is the New Orleans Pelicans and the Denver Nuggets. I'm just gonna throw this out there. No disrespect to you Pelican fans. I really hope the team is solid. But to be honest, I don't think that team deserves a Christmas game. Yes, the Nuggets do. The Nuggets are a fucking great team. And they deserve that Christmas game. But I don't know about New Orleans. But hopefully we'll see. Hopefully they prove me wrong. I'm really hoping they prove me wrong. I really hope they do. But I'm excited to see the Nuggets play. And the also the last game, obviously, Houston-Golden State. I'm pretty sure a lot of you are hyped about this as well. Because Houston got Westbrook. And then, well, obviously, Golden State lost the... Uh, KD, and I know that's like one of those, it's a big rivalry, even though I think Houston's going to fall off a bit, but I guess we'll find out, we'll see how everything works out. Is there any uh, games that you're excited about, Dr. Uh, Gabe? Um, I'm just excited about that Clipper-Laker game, to be honest. Why? Go Lakers. Go Lakers? Oh man, dude, this guy's not coming on my pod no more. Psych, just kidding, guys. I'm glad you're excited about that game. So you're just excited because the Lakers are playing on Christmas. Well, they always play on Christmas, so it's all good. It's always Christmas and Christmas. It's always <laughs> Christmas and Christmas. Yikes. So so you're excited. I'm pretty sure you're more excited now now that they're going to be good, correct? Yeah, but as a true Laker fan, it didn't matter if they were good or bad. Laker yeah. Nation, bro. Oh, Laker Nation. But most of the Laker fans now are, are old Golden State Warriors fans. Just kidding. You know the late the NBA is always better when the Lakers are good. Don't you agree? It definitely is. It's better. It's the NBA is always good when the Lakers and Celtics are good, when the but when the Knicks are good. But I don't know when that's gonna be. The Knicks fucking stink. It's always better like when you have a lot of teams that are good. And to me, I feel like this is one of those years that there's a lot of the teams that are gonna be good. Like I, I there's no way of saying who's coming out. Well, you don't got to worry about the Knicks when you got the Nets. The the Nets? the Brother, the Nets are not as good as they are. Well, they will be one day. When they get KD back, but that's going to be a whole year. Man, this guy said the Nets. Yikes. But it's always it always is better when the Lakers and the Celtics are good. Uh, it's just facts. Uh, those are the two best franchises in the NBA no matter what anybody says even though if the Lakers have a down year or the Seas have a down year no matter what whenever those two teams are good it's always better for the NBA yeah so it's always good for the NBA uh, and that's pretty much it for today's podcast uh, I wanted to thank my sponsor today uh, Pools by Chris out in Lancaster California why drain the swamp when you can clean it so yeah uh, thank you for sponsoring the pod today, Chris. Uh, I love you, brother. Uh, and I also want to give a, a shout-out to my buddy Gus. Happy birthday, you stupid motherfucker. I hope you're having a good time with your girl. Hope you're getting fucking lit. But, yeah, um, that's pretty much it for the pod. I want to thank Dr. Gabe. Thank you very much. I know you didn't have my to pleasure. do this. 
I know you're a busy man. I know you over here grinding hard to get your MBA. So I appreciate you coming on the pod today. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it, everybody. I hope you guys all have a wonderful night. I hope you guys enjoyed the pod because I enjoyed making it today. And to whoever listens to the pod, thank you very much. I appreciate all of you because I know you can be doing something better with the 30 minutes of your life. But you're over here chilling with me, so I really appreciate that. And um, I'm going to drink some more beers with my buds. And uh, yeah, so take care. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. The pod is up on, you can search the pod on Apple now, on Apple Pod. It's up, so make sure you guys check it out there. It's still up on Podbean. I also have it up on Google Google Music. And uh, make sure you guys rate the pod, please. I'd really appreciate that. And yeah, give me them five stars, boys. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, but take care. Have a good night. Catch you guys later. Oh, and one more thing. I'm a clown, and I forgot. I am going to be starting on IG soon. Uh, it's going to be f- at Fat Boy Takes. So I will start on IG soon, and I also will be starting an FB page. Uh, I do have a Twitter. It's at FatBoyTakes.com. I mean, at FatBoyTakes. I don't know why the fuck I said .com, but yeah, the at is at FatBoyTakes. I'm going to start being more active on there. I'm going to upload the... I'm going to start tweeting more. And yeah... That's pretty much it for today. And again, have a good night.